Welcome to the Command Center Podcast. I'm Julie Donaldson. The offseason is in full swing, but we are taking one last look at the 2022 season. Commanders play-by-play Bram Weinstein and Washington legend London Fletcher. Join me to recap the year and what they will be looking out for heading into next season. Okay, so let's get a little bit further into the discussion about what happened this season for the team and defensively London. Look, the defense really kind of held their own. They kept them in games, but at times it showed that it was might just be, it, you need more than that, but the defense certainly wasn't lacking. Yeah, I was impressed with the job that uh, Jack Del Rio, the defensive coordinator, did with this defensive unit. You know, got off to a little bit of a slow start, but once he kind of settled in, especially on the back end, when you saw the emergence of a Benjamin St. Juice and the way he played, Derek Forrest was a, you know, what a, a guy saying he was. And at the free safety position, and and the player Deron Payne, what he was able to do, just um, you know, when you look at those guys and what they were able to do defensively, I was extremely impressed with what those guys were able to accomplish. And this was without Chase Young for the right. majority of the season. So once we get a healthy Chase Young, I feel like this defense can take it even a, another step forward. I think that they played above what was out there on the field to end up third overall in the league is a testament to the coaching and the teamwork. You know, I think once all of those players up front were drafted with first-round picks, we all envisioned that being the leadership part of this team, that this team is going to go as far as they take them. And I thought collectively they had an absolutely amazing year. And I'm with London here. We didn't even see Chase Young play very much. Emergence of Derek Forrest was a big part of everything with Cam Curl on the back end. And you saw them fill in vulnerabilities. Cole Holcomb goes out for more than half the season. They have one viable starting linebacker. They survived with that. Benjamin St. Juice starts in the slot, moves to the outside. They're thin at corner. They survived with that. I think the defense had a really great great season. Yeah, we did see where I think depth at the end kind of hurt them a little bit, the linebacker and in the secondary, but man, that D-line certainly came out and performed well. Now the question is, can they keep them all together for a return next season? Now, offensively, they just didn't get the production that they wanted. Coach uh, Ron Rivera said they want to be a run first team, but you also have Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, and Johan Dotson, so they had to find the right balance, but that offensive line just seemed to have issues all season long, and again, Bram, the rotation at quarterback. Yeah, rotation at quarterback, and I really think it comes down to and this is for a lot of teams, situational football. They were not good at converting in the red zone. They had trouble converting third and shorts, fourth and shorts late in the season in tight, close games, specifically the ones against the Giants, which is really, I think, the difference between them being in the playoffs and not being in the playoffs. They were not able to come through. And so, you know, there's some changes clearly that need to be made. But I think situationally, if they get better, it's just that close. Yeah, you know, situationally need to get better, like you said. But I think really when you look at this office in general, a lot of attention has been play, uh, paid to the quarterback position. I'm looking at the offensive line is where they really need to address and get better, regardless of who's playing the quarterback next year. If you don't address the issues at the offensive line position, you're going to continue to have struggles. We have heard them in the offseason before, even going into this last year, that you build from the inside out. Would they do that on defense? They obviously need to address that this offseason on offense. And then they'll be able to figure out just what they have potentially in quarterback Sam Howell and if he can be the guy for the future. Plus, I sat down with head coach Ron Rivera to talk about what lies ahead this offseason. All right, coach, uh, here we are in this auditorium, and you're used to it being full yes. of your entire team. Is it kind of eerie to you? It you is. come in and the parking lot's empty, the building's yep. empty, the auditorium, it's just us. Yep. It is eerie. I- I'm used to activity. I'm used to the hustle and bustle of what's going on, and this kind of a, a different time of year for us. Off-season. Now, I know officially there really is no off-season. I don't know why they call it that. You know, I joke that the season is kind of like you're running a marathon, but at a sprint race. 
Do you feel that? And then do you feel a change of pace to where we are now? Yes, I do. Um, for a couple of reasons. You know, one is obviously, you know, we, 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 we've made some changes. We're making a change on our offensive side. I'm looking for a new offensive coordinator, um, looking to do things a little bit differently. Um, you know, we have uh, obviously, a, a, I think, a, a very talented group of players that, you know, I, I want to approach a different way. Um, I also think as we start getting prepared going into next year because of where we are with our personnel, it is a situation for us to even take a bigger step this year. What went into making that decision, offensive coordinator? And we know that you're doing a lot yeah. of interviews. So what is it? Is there something you're specifically looking for? I'm looking for a different way to do things. Uh, I, I think, you know, we have to approach it in a way that it is different from what we've done. It's from different what I've been involved with. Um, but I also think it's a chance to, to, to really give ourselves an opportunity to attack the opponent in a different fashion, using different players, different formation groups, um, different personnel groups, excuse me, in different formations uh, that I feel can help us. When it comes to like evaluating the talent that you do have um, on offense and defense, are there groups that you're really kind of saying, all right, this is, this is what we need to build around. Yes. This is where we are going to win and get into the postseason yes because you know you you go into this and you say to yourself you know what is going to be your philosophy with with your offense well it's find your quarterback protect your quarterback and put playmakers around him and I think we've done a really good job uh, I like the playmakers that are around them they're growing they're getting better they're a young group that's the other huge plus you know we got a veteran tight end and Logan and we got four young guys surrounding him to, uh, so you look at Terry and Curtis and we got a bunch of young guys surrounding them and then you look at our running back room, and it's very young. So you go, wow, we've got those guys. So now we have a quarterback we feel pretty comfortable in. We're going to give Sam every opportunity to, 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 to see if he can be our starter, and we'll go from there. Free agency and draft are looming, and we know you're already doing work and meeting for all of yep. that. But how do you approach what position groups and, and what you need on free agency versus the draft? Well, the biggest thing, first and foremost, is, which of our guys do we want to take care of now that are free agents? And, and, and you know, and, and I did have our meetings with the ownership. They've been tremendous, very supportive uh, in the things that we want to do. So that's the first step. Second step is now going out and doing it. And then once we are able to take care of the guys that we wanted to initiate and make contact and let them know what, we're, what our plans are, um, then we start attacking uh, free agency itself. You know, what guys out there from the different teams that we feel can come in and be part of what we want to do. And then we look at it and say, okay, if we can get those guys these are the guys that we've got to target in the draft. So we know the positions that we want. Now it's a matter of finding those guys. So you're not sprinting anymore. You're just running. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, we'll start sprinting when we get into March because right. that's when free agency is getting ready to start. Uh, how often are you having these meetings? Because while most people think everybody's off on vacation, yeah. um, you're still here. You're still in right. the building. Um, I've been meeting for two weeks with yeah. different people, um, with our personnel department. Um, you know, obviously, as I said, with the ownership, with, with Jason, for that matter, um, and then for for the different guys that I've been interviewing um, with some of my different offensive and defensive coaches. When it comes to some of the things we want to celebrate, you've got five players going to the Pro Bowl. Yes. What do you attest that to? Um, I think first of all, finding the talent, and then secondly, um, developing it, and 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 just the way those young men have played, they all deserve the opportunity. All right, Coach. We look forward to what's going to be an exciting offseason with you. Cool. Thank, Thank you. For all your Commanders news and analysis, be sure to tune in to Command Center weeknights at 5 and 10 p.m. on NBC Sports Washington. You can also stream on YouTube and Commanders.com.